0: Hi, this is Janet Lansbury and welcome to Unruffled. This week I'll be responding to a letter from a mom who's worried about the effect of her divorce on her four-year-old. Now, before I begin, I want to remind everybody that both of my books are available on audio at audible.com, No Bad Kids, Toddler Discipline Without Shame, and Elevating Childcare: A Guide to Respectful Parenting, and they're in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at Amazon and Barnes & Noble and Apple.com. So here's the question I received. Hi Janet, I have a question I'd love some input on from you. I'm not sure what to say to my four-year-old daughter. Her father and I are splitting up and this has shifted from a temporary separation six weeks ago to a permanent arrangement. We've kept her in the loop up until this point, letting her know that we both still love her, although we need space from each other. But now that there is no possibility of her father and I reuniting, I'm not sure how to communicate that to her. I try to be open with her in an age appropriate way. And when the trial separation started, she had some big feelings that we got through. Now she seems quite accepting of her new normal, two homes, although it has always been talked about in a for now kind of way. Any insight would be much appreciated. Hmm. So I would approach this uh, describing it something like your father and I both love you very much, as you know, and we also care about each other. And we've noticed that it's easier for us to get along when we aren't living in the same house. And spending this time apart has helped us to see that. And so this is the way we are going to continue living with you having one house where you see Daddy and stay with Daddy, and one house where you stay with me. So just something very simple along those lines. Of course, it's wonderful that you said you want to reassure her that both her parents love her very much, and this has nothing to do with that. That will never change. I don't know if you could say that you still love each other. Uh, Maybe if that doesn't feel honest to you, then saying... We care very much about each other, you know, and we always will. And we're both your parents, and this is the way that this works best for us. So, as I think you realize, it's very important for her to know that none of this has anything to do with her. It's not her fault in any way. She hasn't created an issue. Those are the kinds of things that children might worry about if we don't make that clear. So... I would allow her to process this as children do. And of course, you're going to have your own grieving process. There's a wonderful book. Well, there's a couple of books. They're both by John James and Russell Friedman. And they are The Grief Recovery Handbook, which is for adults, and When Children Grieve. And, you know, one of those situations we all grieve is a relationship separation or, you know, a divorce. So she will continue to have a process around this. Um, you say that she already expressed some feelings, some strong feelings, uh, which is wonderful that you're able to recognize those as such as being a part of this transition that she's she's going to be in. And, you know, she'll have her own journey with this just as you'll have your own emotional journey around this. Um, it would be ideal if you could share yours with, friends or other loved ones or, you know, a professional maybe, and try not to have too much impact on your time with your daughter. But once in a while, they will. Once in a while, you know, something will happen and you'll have feelings and you'll be in some pain around this. And if that is true, I would definitely let your daughter know what's going on with you. I'm just missing the way it used to be right now. I'm feeling a little sad about that. And by doing so, that will help your daughter see that, you know, it's okay for her to have those feelings as well. And also, it won't be mysterious what's going on with you. So those are two good reasons to do that. And I would actually say to her, when you describe how the situation is going to be and how this choice that you and um, her father have made I would acknowledge right there, verbally to her, you know, that this is probably not going to be a journey that always feels good to her. She's going to have hard feelings about this. She's going to probably miss the way it used to be. And that's okay. And you want to know about that. You want to hear that. She doesn't have to worry that she's burdening you with these thoughts and feelings that you really want to know. And then, you know, that's the hard part is like really following through that and being that brave, strong parent that can offer that for her, that can offer her that solid place to bounce things off of. And then if you need to crumble yourself, you hopefully have other people to do that with. So then the actually the most difficult part about the way young children go through these kinds of disruptions in what they knew what their life was, the way that they express their feelings is not very uh, clear cut for us. I mean, your daughter at age four will be able to articulate a lot of her feelings to you, but they're still going to be expressed to a great extent through her Just, you know, just they're just going to pop out of her in terms of a limit that you've set. Her just wanting to do something unreasonable or just, you know, whining or feeling morose, feeling angry about things that seem to have nothing to do with this. (laughs) That's how she will be expressing the feelings. And so it's just so important to keep your eyes open to that as much as possible. You're still going to get caught by surprise sometimes and be shocked like why is she acting like that or you know come on she knew i asked her not to do that and there she is doing it so sometimes it's going to get the better of you or you're you're not going to uh see it coming but just try to you know remind yourself as much as possible that these feelings are going to show up in all these you know strange ways and understand that she you know is not actually feeling so angry or 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 sad, or whatever it is, about the fact that her friend couldn't play that day. That that tipped something off for her that she really needs to, to share. And, you know, it's a gift to be the person that children can share that with. You know, that's just going to continue to bond you with her and to help her feel that she's okay and that it's safe for her to, you know, have all these out-there behaviors or um, reactions to things that don't make sense. That's something to remind yourself of and to perceive it as healthy for her to do that. So you're not going to judge those reactions and those, you know, tests and that defiance or resistance, all the things that, these ways that it might show up. You're not going to judge that. You're just going to carry on, you know, and stop her physically and, but say, you know, you really, you wanted to throw those hard toys you know over there and I can't let you do that and I see you feel like throwing right now that's the feeling that she needs to express that's actually around this big transition and this this is the way children process all kinds of things you know it's the way they process all kinds of losses and changes and from the most minor ones to the you know the deeper ones this is how it looks for them. You know, it doesn't look neat and tidy. I'm going to go to the therapist and sit in the chair and express my feelings and tell her how hard it's all been and, you know, how scared I am and, and how I see that my, you know, my mother is maybe not as uh, solid as she, as she was because she has her own feelings. Um, all of those things she can't recognize them in herself for the most part and it will come out through behavior and testing and overreactions so that's how she'll get through this children can handle all kinds of situations but not without being able to process them and being able to have feelings around them and feel safe to express all of these feelings Another way that children process difficult experiences or painful experiences is through play. Play is their therapy. That's one of the reasons to nurture play as early as possible, you know, from birth is what I recommend. Noticing when our child is engaged in something self-directed and allowing that to continue as long as it's safe, obviously, and and not, you know, <laughs> undoing the the laundry that we've spent time folding and things like that. But otherwise, to really trusting them and not trying to alter their play, you know, which we can do in a well-meaning manner just by playing with them. And then now it's about my ideas and where I'm taking it. And it's not that that's not okay to do sometimes, but that is not going to be as therapeutic for a child as the play that he or she designs completely. Play is a very powerful processing tool for children. Magda Gerber used to tell a story about how she was visiting a childcare center, and she was getting the tour, and while the director was talking to her, Magda observed that a little boy, a maybe one-and-a-half, two-year-old little boy, had a baby doll and a spoon, and he was putting the spoon to the baby doll's bottom rather than to the baby doll's mouth. And so the director saw that, and she corrected him. She said, oh, no, no, that goes in the mouth. And she helped him (laughs) hold it up and put it towards the mouth. Well, then she and Magda are talking, and there he goes again. He wanted to do it his way. He was taking the spoon and putting it in the baby doll's bottom. And again, she said, oh, no, 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 that goes in the mouth. Well, then his mother apparently showed up to pick him up, And she mentioned to the director, she said, oh, gosh, I forgot to tell you, Johnny had an enema yesterday, and it was very upsetting for him. And sorry, I forgot to tell you, because, you know, when your child is in care, it's best to tell them anything that's going on. So that was one of Magda's examples of trusting our children and really allowing them to process whatever they need to process. It won't look so, it won't be so obvious, usually, what they're working on as that was. Like, that was a very obvious experience, so therefore it was very clear. It will usually not be that clear and obvious what the child is working through. All the more reason that, on our end, it's important to have a safe environment for them to play in and to really trust the things that they're choosing and not try to add on a lot more. So, and that's another thing about going through transitions like this. You know, if when we're going through something, when we're going through grief, or we're going through illness, or we're getting over something, or, you know, having difficulties, that's not a time when we're going to be able to rise to the occasion in other ways very much. We're going to we're gonna want to keep things simple and keep our life pretty small and predictable. So, you know, I wouldn't consider her starting a new lesson or, or unless she really, really, really is pushing for that. This is a time for her to have as much downtime and, and uh, self-directed time as possible and for you to work on perceiving her limit pushing behavior as actually the way her body is pushing to share feelings with you and you know to feel good about holding the line because that's what's allowing her to share the feeling you know if we say okay well that's fine i'll let you do that and um it's something that we really don't want her to do then we're not allowing her to share the feeling right there and then she'll probably do something else and try to have to take it a step further because what she needs to do is explode or release so it's wonderful that this girl has seemed quite accepting of everything and, she, you know, I think she will be able to definitely accept this. And she will be able to uh, move through this with resilience as long as you allow the other side of that coin, which is the messy part. <laughs> and if you can encourage her to share the messy part with you, then she will make this change. and. Come through it in a very healthy way and you'll be even closer because of it. So don't question her. Don't doubt her. She can do this if you allow her to. And I hope this helps. Please check out some of my other podcasts. They're on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And again, both of my books available on audio at audible.com and paperback at Amazon. We can do this.